Hello, nerds, and welcome to the Sons of Comic Podcast. My name is Steve, and we have a great episode to you today. Um, I have with me Scott Hill on the line. Say hi, Scott. Hello. And I also have Gabriel with us today. Say hi, Gabe. Hey. Uh, today we are going to just divulge our thoughts and our opinions on the recently released at Comic-Con trailer for Suicide Squad. Um, there are lots of goodies in there and lots of fun stuff uh, to talk about. So I just want to go ahead and get started and let's talk about uh, the look of each one of the characters. Um, I think my personal favorite look so far, I actually uh, really liked Deadshot's look. I thought his costume was awesome, even though... Um, I wasn't completely uh, convinced on Will Smith playing him. I don't know what you guys think. Uh, that, that'll be interesting because, I don't know, Will Smith is a solid actor, but sometimes he has a tendency to just be Will Smith. You know what I mean? <laughs> you mean the awesome, yeah. awesome black guy in the film? Yeah, yeah. Like, But, I mean, it's like it's like you he see him in some of the movies like Six Degrees of Separation or Ali or, you know what I mean, where it's like he's actually – bringing his a game to try and act and or like pursuit of happiness or you know what i mean it's like he can really sell a role but then there's other times where it's just like show up with my will smithiness and then just <sighs> collect a check and walk away <laughs> and and then promote my children you know it's like, <laughs> i i think i'm hoping it's gonna be more of the former and less of uh, the latter, but um, yeah, it remains to be seen. Well, I also think it's funny because movies nowadays have to be like politically correct, and everybody has to be included. Like every race has to basically be included. They can't. Stick what are you with... saying, Steve? He's saying you shouldn't have been black. No, Is that what you're saying? I'm not saying that. <laughs> I'm just saying that being true to the comics. Is a, is a big thing for a lot of people. Okay, that's all I'm saying. I'm going to leave it at that. I don't want to go anywhere else with this. We're going to leave that alone, okay? Uh. Costume, awesome. Anyway, next. <laughs> Gabriel, who did you like? Oh, that's a tough question. Um, just looking at the characters on that trailer, uh, I don't know. They look. They, I don't really think they look as genuine as you would see in the comics. It's hard for me to, like, kind of pick. I'm sitting there thinking, like, no, no, he obviously didn't make it for this month's issue of GQ. Nope. <laughs> you know, and the list goes on. <laughs> You're like, uh, maybe I should talk to the costume designer and kind of slap him around. Because, I don't know, it, it looks like they just – grab secondhand costumes and slap them on it and put like a ton of explosions behind them. I'm thinking, uh, uh, I don't know. See, he's got a good point though. I mean, I think they're well, going for a lot of practical effects instead of a lot of CG here. So it makes sense for them to kind of go the practical look, you know, and not do too yeah. much when, I mean, I want to, I don't, I'm going to compare it a lot to assault on Arkham. For those of you who haven't seen, it's basically a suicide squad movie, but turned into, go see uh, it. it's really good. It is very good. And <laughs> it, it does include Batman. It's not just, it's not just about, you know, the suicide squad. It includes a Batman story, which is awesome by the way. Um, but I mean, in our assault on Arkham, you got really diverse looking characters. You had like King shark, you had black spider, then killer frost. I mean, you had some really kind of, out there looking characters where here you have a lot of military looking characters they're not per se way out there but 
some of them are, and they've kind of normalized them. Well, there's the one guy who looks like he's wearing a Letterman's jacket. That's that's unusual compared to the rest of the team. Uh, Captain Letterman. Boomerang. No, no, not oh, Captain no, no, Boomerang. Oh, no, no, yeah, you're uh, El Diablo. Captain Boomerang's got the root. Yeah. Um, what is it? It's El Diablo. Yeah. Is his name. Uh, yeah, he's got a straight-up Letterman's jacket, <laughs> you know, like you'd see um, like you'd see in a 50s uh, Archie. He, now, he's like know, Archie, but with his tattoo. Do you know his powers, by the way, Scott? Do you know what he's capable of doing? Uh, he's he's one of those ones where it's like I'm not as familiar with him, but I mean, all I can really deduce is he looked like he was de- manipulating fire from the uh, you know in the trailer, which would which would go along with his name, you know. Yeah, the, I did hear rumor that he like controls fire, and that's. That's why in one of the short scenes in the trailer, they basically flush him down a toilet through water because, you know, they can't have him around fire or heat that he can draw into fire, I guess. So, um, yeah. Um, I want to move on to Killer Croc, though, because we've seen a lot of different Killer Crocs over the years. And, I mean, obviously my favorite has to be the Arkham version of Killer Croc. Um, I just really liked... um, (laughs) Waylon Jones uh, coming from Arkham, but this one. I'm, I'm going to throw you off. Sorry, I'm going to throw you off for a loop and say my favorite version of Killer Croc was the one in The Dark Knight. Yes. Wait, what? Wait, wait. What do you mean, The Dark Knight? <laughs> yeah, the I, my my personal headcanon is that I like to pretend that you know the scary, you know the big black prisoner that's like I'm going to do with the switch that you should have done. Oh. Uh, I like to pretend that's their version of Killer Croc. So that's pre, like, pre-mutation. Well, yeah, yeah. Like, I mean, um, I'm gonna do what you should have done. He's played by Tiny Tony Lister, who, like, I don't know. He, it wouldn't be the first time he's played that type of role before, and he just, like, I don't know. That's just my own personal like. I, I like to go through the Dark Knight movies and pretend, oh, this random character is actually their version of this comic character because I am Hush. that much of a nerd. I like I liked the Batman Hush also um, depiction of Killer Croc. I liked him then too. Yes. Yes. From Batman Hush. Yes. Yeah. Um, Cara Delevingne playing Enchantress. Kind of interesting, right? Yeah. She goes from being she a looks supermodel. Like yeah, she does. Going from being a supermodel, like a very, very hot commodity supermodel to playing a really creeped out um almost looking looking drugged out um kind of witch character supermodel yeah supermodel <laughs> actually that really fits the character she does you know drugged out supermodel playing a drugged out supermodel yeah it's good yeah yeah so there you go um uh captain boomerang he has quite an interesting story behind him I am um, I'm, I'm a little nervous about him, honestly. Sorry, you. Oh no, go I'm ahead. I'm interrupting. Uh, go on with his interesting story, and then I'll add my thoughts okay, as well, to the casting and that sort of thing. He he's basically like this hotshot Australian who has these. Hello, bar- still there? Oh, I think we're losing Scott again. Anyway, um, he'll probably come back. Um, for Captain Boomerang, you can. Uh, <laughs> I'll just say, ironically, just like Captain Boomerang, when you said he'll come back, he'll, he'll come back. He'll come back. He'll come back. Like the boomerang. Like the boomerang. Hello, I'm back. Oh, you're back. See, <laughs> I knew you. I knew you'd come back like the boomerang. Um, 
yeah, Captain Boomerang has a, he's just like this hot shot Australian with these uh, technology enhanced boomerangs Hello? that can do a bunch of stuff. <laughs> oh, there he goes. I threw him off. Um, He'll be back. So he's he's quite an interesting character to um, to see on film, and I like I like the fact that Jake uh, I think it's Jay Courtney I don't know how you say his first name is I don't know if it's Jai Courtney or if it's Jay Courtney uh, how you say it but um, he's a pretty good actor I liked him in um, I like Jay Courtney in uh, Jack Reacher I thought he was really good in there he played like a pretty good bad guy so. Uh, Captain Boomerang, uh, one of the interesting facts I learned is that he ended up killing Tim Drake's father. They were, like, in a gunfight. Is that right, Scott? Yeah, it was in the comic Identity Crisis, yeah. which is fairly infamous for uh, reasons that have nothing to do with what we're talking about here. But, uh, I know, but uh, interestingly yeah. enough, Tim Drake and the son of Captain Boomerang end up becoming friends. Um, yeah. So, yeah. but anyway... Um, on to the trailer itself, um, I was like super creeped out to hear that BG song turned into like this creepy trailer song, right? Anybody get that vibe? You know, yeah. You know what's actually, funny I is that actually, it. Um, <laughs> yeah. You know what's funny is that um, I think in our first episode when we were talking about the Joker, I mentioned a YouTube series called the Joker Blogs. Mm-hmm. Do you remember this at all, Steve? Yes, I remember you mentioning that. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, if you haven't checked it out, go check it out because it's really good. But in like their preview for their second or third season or however seasons work on a YouTube channel, they also used I I started a joke. So <laughs> That's I, um, probably why. It's because it's the Joker and joke Joker, right? Yeah, like it just it fits, which is why it's Yeah, but I thought its use in the trailer was really effective. Supposedly, I don't know if it, this is true, but supposedly it's the actress who's playing Harley Quinn that sings, um, that's singing it. And that would be I Margot be, Robbie for those who don't know. Yeah, her. I could be way off in saying that, and if I am, I apologize for. But I mean, if so, that's cool. In a creepy, morbid sense, that it's totally logical and fits. So. Yeah. 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 And Harley Quinn, um, she looks totally demented, totally like whacked out of her gourd so and that's totally what um you would you would want to see in the movie you know because there are moments in the trailer when you see her kind of normal because she is a, basically a licensed therapist before she becomes harley quinn and then goes completely bonkers when the joker basically uh tortures her and kind of breaks her um however he does it and so i think yeah uh, yeah it, it, she looks really good for the role i'm not crazy about the costume but i think she definitely looks like she's going to be a great harley quinn regardless i i miss her old animated series costume i thought <laughs> that was just <laughs> well we did get that perfect assault designed. on arkham but you know yeah no it's true like i but it just seems like as time goes on we're getting more and more of harley quinn shopping from hot topic than harley quinn <laughs> exactly. looking like a little harley <laughs> <laughs> yeah. but uh i'm i'm excited to see what margot robbie does with the role because she's actually like she's actually a really talented actress yeah from what um, I've heard, yeah if anyone's seen uh wolf of wall street or focus i'll have to yeah um but she's and she looks like she's having the time of her life playing the role which for me as a fan of harley quinn is 
I think if you're not playing, if you're not having fun playing that character, you're doing it wrong. Well, you know what? I think she really is having fun because I did get, I saw a post the other day that on her birthday, she got a Harley Quinn birthday cake, like specifically nice. made for her while she was All dressed right. up. Like she dressed up in the Harley Quinn outfit and everything on her birthday because she loved uh, playing the character so much. And um, nice. yeah, she's just, I think she's just having a ball with it. So that's cool. Yeah, her, hopefully her. she'll, <laughs> yeah, hopefully she'll be to Harley Quinn as uh, Hugh Jackman as to Wolverine. Strongly yeah. contested by fans whether she fits, but obviously loves the role and wouldn't want to take it away from them. Yeah. On an emotional side of the trailer, I think, well, forecasting for the movie here, I think we're going to definitely see... Um, I never really saw Deadshot as a supervillain of any kind. I mostly saw him as an anti-hero because he does have something that he does fight for, and that's his daughter. For those of you who don't know Deadshot, Deadshot, his, name, his actual name is Floyd Lawton. Um, he's an assassin for hire, basically he's a hired gun, and um, expert marksman, has wrist guns that he uses frequently, and um, he has a daughter that he, he loves dearly, and we kind of got a glimpse of that in the trailer, so um, I think they'll they'll use that to kind of mess with our emotions in the movie. Um, I think that'll come in into play in uh, deciding a few key decisions uh, during the movie. I don't know what you guys think. Yeah, I, I see that. It's... Um... Uh, I guess I, I was hoping that Will Smith will be doing Pursuit of Happiness level acting, and I guess the best way to bring that out of him is put him opposite a kid. <laughs> <laughs> He's good at that stuff. What do you think, Gabe? He really is. Like, he, he has some of that Papa Bear mentality into him. You know, even in Independence Day, you know, you saw that a little bit. He just loves his <laughs> oh, kids. That's, I was about to say, that's what I'm yeah. waiting for him to do. Like, you know, just straight up in the middle of a movie, shoot someone down. And go up to him, punch him. You like welcome to Earth. Welcome. <laughs> yeah, welcome to Earth. <laughs> and then punch some fool in the face. <laughs> welcome to D- the welcome to DC Universe. Yeah, welcome to DC Universe, punk. Yeah. yeah. yeah or so. shoot first and be all ching like he does in Fresh Prince. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I. This has nothing. The, sorry, this is me still thinking about Harley Quinn. But there's a random detail that someone pointed out to me that I absolutely love about Harley Quinn's costume. She is wearing sneakers that have been modified into stilettos. Yes, they're Converse, I believe. Yeah, I'm not very fashion savvy, so I have no idea, like, if that's like old school and people are laughing at me, like everyone knows about that. Oh, uh-huh. a, but I just think, I think that fits her character like so much. Yeah, that is a very Harley Quinn esque thing to do. Um, so, so yeah. sorry, that was apropos of nothing. Um, <laughs> that's fine. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, um, Scott, what do you think on Batman's appearance in the film? Honestly, I think I think it's a cool thing. I'm I'm excited that they're having that uh, connectivity um, between the movies, and um, I don't know. Like one one of the funny things um, I mentioned this um, the last time when we were talking about the Batman versus Superman trailer. At least I'm pretty sure how like everyone was giving a stink about Ben Affleck being Batman, but now that they've seen the trailer, I've seen like nobody still rail on that fact. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. yeah, it's like, oh, you know, he actually fits the role. But one of the cool <laughs> things about Ben Affleck is that if for anyone who's been a fan of 
him or at least tolerated him when he was doing a lot of Kevin Smith movies. He's always been like a good team player as far as being an actor. Like, and so he could have easily snubbed his nose and not want to be in this movie. But I'm, I wouldn't be surprised if it was even like his idea or something or I don't know. Um, someone save me. I'm floundering. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> no, you're good. Um, I have to mention this, though, as we start in to talk about the Joker, because I know that's going to be like 10 minutes of talk right there. Um, yeah, I know. Anyway, um, the fact that they kept the, the J um, the J tattoo on Joker is just another piece to me that signifies that we need a Red Hood movie. And I know I've said this like a billion times already on this podcast and plugged it like a million times already but um they keep like giving us hints that they're like gonna show stuff about um about jason todd and the red hood and i'm just waiting and praying that like maybe in dc universe phase two or three or whatever they give us a red hood movie i mean i'm just begging them to please do it because i feel like we keep getting signs so in the Batman v Superman trailer, obviously Jason Todd's uh, suit hanging up in the Batcave. Then the Joker with his, um, it's the J scar on, or I mean the J tattoo on his cheek is reminiscent of him beating to death Jason Todd. So if they keep playing this up in the DCU, I'm just I'm just waiting for them to announce a Red Hood movie, and that's like. At that moment, I will cheer with joy because that needs to happen, and I want Jensen Ackles to reprise the role, even though he was just the voice in Under the Red Hood. I want, him, I, I want him to do it. I want him to do it. He has to do does it. Does that mean we can? Does that mean we should also get Neil Patrick Harris to be Dick Grayson? Yes. Like Under the Red Hood. Yes. <laughs> as long, as long as we don't see his face, you know, he has the mask on. Yeah, well, yeah, that, because the mask covers so much of his face. You know, when you can't see someone's cheekbones, you have no idea who they are. Like, uh, you guys still there? Well, you're still yeah, here. yeah, I'm here. Oh, okay, okay, sorry. <laughs> oh my gosh. But yeah, I'm sorry. I, I think so. I, I, I feel I would like to promise our audience I have not imbibed anything. I'm just this ditzy sometimes. So yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Um, yeah, I think I think we definitely need a Jason Todd movie, and I want the Red Hood to show up in the Batman solo film, like just to show up and help Batman in some way. Because there are times in the comics when he has shown up to help him, per se. He's not always the enemy; he just has his own way of doing things, and he doesn't mind killing to do it. So, um, yeah, that's what I'm looking forward to. On to the Joker. Um, even his last little bit, I was just so happy. Um, and I felt like we got a lot of, a lot of the same feeling from him that we got from Heath Ledger as the Joker. I don't know what you guys think. Um, I'm a little more, personally, a little more reserved. Like I, I thought he did it. Like I have no doubt in my mind he's going to be a good Joker. But I, I remember very vividly when I first saw the. Oh no. He's gone. <laughs> <laughs> well, what did you think, Gabe? What did you think of the Joker? 
The Joker? Well, ah. And Wait, I'm back. Wait. Are you guys? Oh, go back. ahead, Scott. <laughs> Hello? Go ahead, Scott. You're going to have to repeat everything you said. And I'm feeling he is. <laughs> oh, there he goes again. Yeah, go ahead, Gabe. Just, just go. Anyways, like I was saying, so as far as the Joker goes, like, I guess I could say I was somewhat, I, well, I kind of, whatever Scott was about to say, I could kind of agree, seeing how I didn't really get to hear anything, but, you know, he does, he does bring up, I guess you could say, the same, up in the same ball field for the least of how he brought up, uh, brought up the Joker when he when he played him. And this one, based off the trailer, like, I think it's, it's the way he's portrayed with his costume. He, he can't, I mean, you see him as, like, a psycho gangbanger more than you see him as the Joker. That's, like I said before, like, a lot of, well, uh, like a lot of characters, they're, you know, if the costume's not portraying who they really are, you can't, it's hard to, like, take them serious of their own roles. I mean, yeah, I know it's practical, but, uh, <laughs> this is, uh, I don't know, man. Yeah. It, you know, it just seems like everyone's dressed up for Halloween and ready to, like, go to a party. I don't know. What do you think? Well, um, yeah, go ahead, Scott. Oh, sorry. I actually came in the middle of that conversation. Connectivity issues. No, We're good. still talking about the Joker, right? Yes. <laughs> yep. But yeah, like I, I don't know. Like I think the performance will be well. I guess one of the things I worry about is that the Joker, on some fundamental level, should be funny, or just seem like he's playing a joke. <laughs> like Did you just and, say funny. Um, maybe. <laughs> Yeah, funny E. Like fun, it's like funny, but squared with an E. It's funny, funnier minus yeah. the earth. Mm-hmm. It's funny, yeah, it's funnier right. minus mm-hmm. the yep. earth. I said, that's right, yes, indeed. Indeed. Steven gets it. I, got uh, it. I, I pick up what you're throwing down. <laughs> that's right, yeah, you, you're, you're smoking when I'm rolling. Oh, yeah, um, you know, I got it. <laughs> anyway, but, like, I just... Um... Uh, one of the things that I worry about is, uh, and I hope the movie proves me wrong, is just Jared Leto trying to be so manic and crazy that he forgets to be funny on some level. Because like even Heath Ledger, as dark as his version of the Joker was, had a very dry um, sense of humor, a totally inappropriate sense of humor, but there was obviously a sense of humor there. Right. Yeah, you do make a very good point there. I mean, even when we get we, when we listen to Mark Hamill do an impression of the Joker, what he says is crazy, but it's still funny no matter what he yeah. says. Pretty much. Oh my gosh! But like, in the hilarious. Arkham games, I was hilarious. In the Arkham games, I was laughing so hard at so I many know. of the things the Joker was saying. <laughs> so I'm. I hope we do get some of that, and I and I think yeah. we will. Um, and I think a lot of that comes down to the writing of the film. Um, as long as the writers keep that in mind and try and bring out the best qualities of the Joker in that he's a sociopath, a psychopath, that he is still a comedian, basically, and that, you know, he, he's chaotic, I think they'll, they'll pretty much nail him, and then Jared Leto just has to 
Jared Leto just has to, I don't know, do his thing. He get, I don't know how he does what he does, but he'll do it. He'll, I don't know, set up a shrine and do some prayers, or I don't know how he gets into character, but whatever he does, nah, he does nah. he does it well. I, I would suspect Jared Leto gets into character by um, asking Edward Norton to punch him in the face repeatedly. Yeah, that works for a lot of people, I, I hear. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> Fight Club reference Fight Club, for those who... Indeed. <laughs> yeah, dude, he, he got jacked up in that movie. Yeah. I... I think another worry that I have when it comes to the Joker and it's related to Joker and Harley's relationship is that, um, I don't know. It's like there've been kind of different run throughs of the Joker influencing Harley, but my favorites tend to be the ones where the Joker's kind of has to nudge Harley. Like it's like he doesn't earlier you described as the Joker kind of breaking her, which the preview looks like it's, um, leaning toward that like he he totally breaks her down because it's obvious that she's the one on the table that he's about to yeah yeah it's incredibly obvious but it's like i tend to prefer the stories where she actually has a bit of agency in it where it's like where it's like yeah he totally influenced her but the choice to throw it all away and become this new person was her yeah and i and i i hope um that they don't that they don't instead just make it where it's like he broke her down to the point where she had where she had no choice whatsoever in what she is or that if they do they have something or if they do they have something good to say about that well you know and like you said um it 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 was more of a nudge in the comics and more of kind of like a psychosis that was built up for her yeah where what she thinks is real as opposed to what he's saying kind of like um I don't know. It kind of poisons her mind slowly until she becomes infatuated with him. And that's yeah. kind of their relationship is she's infatuated with him and could never say no to him no matter what. And, yeah. you know, even no matter how much he beats her or treats her poorly, she loves him for some odd reason. Can't ever figure out why, but they have one of the greatest yeah. relationships in comics that I've ever seen that she just keeps forgiving him. It's one of the best abusive relationships that still works out, you know. Okay, so you mean one of the best examples of abuse abusive relationship? Saying, exactly, that's what I said. That's what one I of was the going best. for. <laughs> when he's saying one of the best relationships in comics, I'm like, wow, comics relationships must be screwed up then. Have you ever yeah, looked so. at the relationship tree of the X-Men? Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's that's a whole other episode altogether. <laughs> oh my um, gosh. It won't even go there right now. Uh, Gabe, what do you think about the relationship between Harley Quinn and Joker? How do you think that'll oh. play in the film? You know, you asked me that. First relationship that comes to my mind is, uh, what are their names? Chris Brown and Rihanna, you know? Hmm. <laughs> Good, one. Good pick. You know, that's, if it ain't showing, depicting relationship and love like that, then I don't want to see it. <clears throat> but other than that, uh, just how it is. I mean, I think you and I talk had this talk before about how a lot of girls out there they just you know they want the D, as in they want the douche. Like, it <laughs> 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 uh, can be taken many ways, but it's surprising how you know that's just. I hate to say it, it's kind of normal. Then again, I use the word kind of in front of normal. It's common. So, it's common. It's. I think it's. Um, uh, it's because the, for most women, the biggest turn on is confidence, and the 
douches are incredibly confident. So, you know, I think it has less to do with how much of a jerk they are and just how confident they are. Well, that's the thing. You, you could anyone any jerk's confident in their in their aggression. That's just human nature. But like people don't really can't really distinguish the difference between being cocky and being confident. Like I'll give you an example. You you asked me. Hello, I'm back. Get, you guys back? Yeah, we're here. Yeah, we're still here. I was just gonna say, you know, you asked me to, you know, watch a watch a kid, uh, wash a car. Put gas in the tank, you know, that's confidence right there. Because I'll be, yeah, I could do that and go out and do it. But like, if I'm sitting there bragging how I can do it, that no, that's being cocky. Like a lot of a lot of jerks out there. A lot of it uh, reminds me of that old saying: the weakest dog barks the most or the loudest. That's basically what they do. And like, people out there just confuse the two. They have it swapped. They think cockiness is confidence, and confidence is like being cocky it doesn't make sense i'm like uh, uh that tells me they must not be confident people themselves to not understand or not to be able to uh recognize the differences oh joker is definitely joker definitely fits the well both categories of both cocky and confident because i mean to him he it never mattered to him that he would ever die that never like enters his mind as a fear. So for him to be like to go and blow up a building that could be ten feet from him, or to face down Batman, that doesn't scare him at all. No. That never affects him, which is funny. So I mean, yeah, she. I think Harley Quinn definitely likes that about him. He's he's crazy, and he doesn't let anything like slow him down. Pretty much. The Joker's <laughs> kind of like he, he's kind of like Tyler Durden to Harley Quinn's. Um, narrator oh yeah uh, the, uh what's her name oh my gosh how can i not remember helena bonham carter oh yeah no i was actually i was actually thinking oh the narrator oh um, yeah yeah well or I was, uh, well actually if you look at it she might be a bit of both actually it's yeah a little like... bit but actually their relationship know. is sort of similar to helena bonham carter's role in the in fight club to tyler durden which is kind of funny you know he's yeah. kind of a, he's abusive, but he keeps coming back because his alter ego is like, no, I want what I want. You know, and if, <laughs> and if nobody, if even anybody here hasn't read Fight Club, read it. Awesome read. It's a total yeah. guy book, but whatever. <laughs> one of the things that I'm hoping too is that um, if anyone here hasn't been reading the Harley Quinn comics, I have not read as much of them as I wish, but the ones I've read I, I think are just fantastic. And I think one of the things I like about them is that fairly early on, Harley Quinn tells Joker to shove it. And <laughs> and it's like, you would think that would make the character less interesting, but actually starts making her more interesting because you see all the other like parts of her personality that start to grow and everything. But, um, and, and, and she's just hysterical in a lot of ways, but oh yeah, she I, is. I remember I remember an on-set picture where it looks like Harley Quinn pulls a gun on the Joker. I'm I'm really interested in the context of that. Oh, and then if you and for those of you who don't know, there's actually a GIF out on the internet of the Joker in that same instance when she's pointing a gun at him. He like basically bee slaps her, and she falls oh. to the ground. And he's just like confident. He's like, ah, oh, I don't care. He just totally backhands her, and she crumples to the floor pretty much. So that's. 
very Joker Harley Quinn relationship. It's very um, I, Harley. How do you? Uh, if I do, didn't. If I you didn't do a realize. Brand, yeah, it's I, out there. I didn't realize that was the end to that scene. That's not. Or it's in um, there at least. <laughs> yeah. Oh. Okay. Yeah. I'm actually. I'm breaking new ground just, here for you. I just want. Basically, what I'm saying is, I just want Harley <laughs> Quinn to be a strong, independent woman who don't need no man. That, that's my favorite version of Harley Quinn, so I probably won't uh, get that, but that's probably what I'm hoping not. for. How cute. Yeah, that's uh, yeah that, that, that doesn't exist. <laughs> the feminist inside Scott has now gone full bloom on us, on the podcast. Oh, I've always been in full bloom. It's just, uh, yeah, no. <laughs> I, so, well, yeah, I, I think it'll be it'll be fun to watch their, uh, their rhythm and uh, their clashes in the movie because uh, much like Arkham uh, Assault on Arkham, you're going to get pieces of their history. And I think a lot of what the, the plot will probably boil down to is um, their history has something to do with the problem that the Suicide Squad is there to solve. Um, like much like Assault on Arkham, Joker had in, in Assault on Arkham, Joker has a bomb, a dirty bomb, like a nuke. Or something like that, and it's hidden, and he only he knows where it is. Only a couple people knows know where it is. Suicide Squad's there to stop it, basically. So I think we're gonna get a, a similar plot to that in the movie, um, and I think we can look forward to some great clashes between Mr. J and um, and Harley. So you know we can we'll see some uh, big things there. By the way. <laughs> I'm, I'm a man of many voices. You'll get to know this. You will know this. Um, but yeah, um, the story looks really interesting. I'm excited to see Batman. Um, I think it's kind of sad, though, because that was going to be a great surprise, and then the cat was out of the bag um, like a month or two ago that he yeah. was on set and that uh, Ben Affleck was in uh, Toronto for the filming. So... You know, that, they can't keep that anything a secret anymore. Nope, nothing is sacred. Nope. Nothing like, is secret. It's sad. Uh, movies, there, there's cameras everywhere, and so it's like, uh, I remember Dark Knight Rises being spoiled to me because people had set photos and hey. Yeah, we gotta stop listening to those things and like paying attention to those, those set photos. I mean, yeah, they're cool and all, and they let us see neat things, but I, I honestly don't want to see all the surprises like undone for me you know it's it's kind of sad when when people take photos and they just Hello? have to when people take photos and they just ruin it for you you know people yeah. take those set photos and they post them on the internet and then everybody sees and you're like oh man it's like it's like going to a baseball game and somebody like already telling you the score right as you enter the stadium it's like come on dude just just throw me a bone here don't be like that so just shut up. Just just shut your face. <laughs> so yeah, um the movie looks awesome thus far. Um it's got a great set of characters and some big names in there. You know, Will Smith is the probably the biggest name, Jared Leto's probably second biggest on on set. Um but yeah, um do any of you guys have anything else to add on um what you think is going to happen in the movie? Um, were we recording when I was talking about how I think Katana is an awesome character and I'm excited to see her on film? Yes, we did yes. get that. Okay, well then, no, I think that's pretty much it. How about you, Gabe? <laughs> how, about you, how about you, Gabe? Uh, well, let's see. Uh, honestly, I'm just 
I'm just kind of skeptical at this point of how this is going to turn out. You know, it, especially after all this commentary about the Joker and then looking at his costume, it, you know, I feel like I'm looking at a white Mexican. It, it, it better be good, that's all I can say. <laughs> his costume is out of the Dark Knight uh, Returns, though. It is out of the Dark Knight Returns, and then there are also pieces, kind of like his smile and his face setup is very reminiscent yeah. of also, uh, I think it's Death of the Family. Yeah. So it, they're also pulling from that as well. Um, interesting story stories there, by the way. Um, go check it out. Um, so yeah, I think I really enjoy that they've changed up his look. They kind of went from the original... Um, Joker look with Heath Ledger who is kind of portraying the version of him from um, The Killing Joke especially to going for another look and I think they've totally oh. pulled it off for him. I mean they've just kind of really creeped him out um, he's more muscular than any other Joker that I've ever seen um, but it's still pretty wiry though like yeah yeah, he is. Yeah. He's pretty lanky, but um, I think he's he's gonna do great um, from my part. Yeah. But yes, Suicide Squad. Um, just a quick quib about or uh, little history on the Suicide Squad. Uh, Amanda Waller, who is basically in charge of Argus. Um, do you know what the acronym acronym is uh, for Argus? Argus. Scott. Mm. Uh, it's like it, it, I, if, I, if I'm not mistaken, it's like advanced research. Um, shoot, I don't remember what the G is. It's like advanced research something of superhumans or something of. Um, it's yeah, I can't remember. I can't remember. <laughs> I can't remember. I, I, anyway, they're basically isn't it like, advanced research group uniting superhumans? That's or it. That's it. Yeah. Did you oh. look that up? You totally looked that up. You totally did. <laughs> anyway. Uh, I just remember the advanced research group uniting something. That's it. Um, yeah. So they're basically kind of like S.H.I.E.L.D. sort of. They're like, they're like, D it, Argus is like DC's like, version, or DC's version of S.H.I.E.L.D. from Marvel, basically. That's, but, 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 but not. Really it's like the opposite. And, yeah. It's like, yeah, it's like their S.H.I.E.L.D. if S.H.I.E.L.D. really hated and distrusted the Avengers. Like, that's yep. not that they so already didn't at one point <laughs> yeah but i mean instead of getting them yeah um isn't it basically earlier like i mentioned a branch of homeland security yeah pretty pretty much <laughs> that's what it, yeah. what it kind of boils down to so amanda yeah. waller is in charge of argus pretty much and she takes these prisoners uh these superhumans or super prisoners the worst of the worst as the trailer uh says unites them into a, a task force that she usually calls Task Force S, or sorry, Task Force X. Um, they call themselves the Suicide Squad to go and use these bad guys to do good things. But the the caveat of it all is that if these super villains step out of line, she has implanted bombs in each one of their necks that she can um, she can arm and uh, basically ignite whenever she so chooses. So and let's make predictions now. Which which one of these characters is gonna have a bomb go off? Because good question. Um, you can't you can't have this set up in the movie and not have that not have one of the characters um, suffer that fate. I, I I think they're gonna kill off the minor ones. Like I think Slipknot's gonna go, and probably 
it's going to be more than one. I think we're going to get at least two. Yeah. Or yeah, at most it? three. I think Slipknot's going to go and Diablo's going to go at, at least. It won't I, be anyone I major. Actually, uh, I, I would love it if they killed off uh, Captain Boomerang just because him dying usually fits with the character because he's such a, such a dick. Yeah, every, he's... You know, it's like all of the, you know, he's usually a Flash villain, and all of the Flash's villains are usually very chummy with each other. And it says something that they all hate Captain Boomerang. Every single one of them hates the guy. He's kind of a womanizer, uh, honestly. And um, he kind of likes to play by his own rules. He he likes to go solo, um, even though he does end up working with a lot of other supervillains, like the Flash's rogues gallery. But... um, yeah, you're right. Um, he is he is a possibility, but I'm not counting on it, at least for me. Yeah. Uh, how about you, Gabe? Dang. Um, I actually have no idea. I mean, it could be anyone, except for obviously the Joker, because they're going to be stringing him well, the along. Joker isn't Joker isn't part of the squad, I don't he's, think. He's probably going to be the villain, the main villain of the, of the movie. Um, I don't think they're going to kill... But there's one person I know they won't kill, and we, I think we can all agree it's probably Deadshot. Um, yeah. I, I thought you were going to say Harley Quinn. Well, her, like, too. her too. She's included. I, I would I would actually see them killing Deadshot over Harley Quinn, especially since, you know, Will Smith... Be, especially if it's like a noble sacrifice sort of thing. Yeah. True. There, that yeah. is a possibility. I'm just not counting on Will Smith dying, especially since they're paying him so much money to do this movie. Probably he's like, I bet it. I, he's like, now listen here, guys. I don't want to die. That's that's not happening. So yeah, probably. <laughs> when anyway. it came to, he didn't want to do Django Unchained because he's like, my character isn't really the hero. It's the German guy that's actually more the hero in the story. Dude, that movie's so freaking awesome. Oh. I know Will Smith missed out. Yeah, that, he really that. did. But dude, Jamie Fox nailed it though. Jamie Fox so. was awesome. What what is yep. he not awesome in? Um, Amazing Spider-Man two. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> they could have yeah. found a better Electro. Dang it, man! I told, <laughs> I I've blocked that movie out. Like I, I if I had thought if, <laughs> if, I, if I if I if I about a week ago, yeah, I finally if I had watched it for the that. first time, and oh wow. Were you disappointed? <laughs> Um, Beyond no, reason. I wasn't disappointed. I, I was it met my expectations because I had heard so many people talk about it that my expectations were pretty low. Oh, in that <laughs> case, then you were rewarded. Um, yeah, I totally blocked out yeah. that movie. The fact that um, he was in that movie that that'll have to be another time. Yeah, another time. One. But uh, yeah, um, Suicide Squad should be awesome. Um, it'll be a great movie, nonetheless. It'll be one of DC's first uh, forays. Basically, this is DC's. This movie basically boils down to being DC's answer to uh, Marvel's Guardians of the Galaxy. So, you know, um, check it out when it comes around. I think people will be really uh, happy with Suicide Squad. It's kind of a dark uh, idea and a dark uh, part of DC Comics to begin with, so it fits right in with their kind of um, goals and their kind of. Uh, aura that they're carrying around their movies right now and in the future um so just to cap things off um gabe and i just went and saw ant-man and we plan on doing a uh we plan on doing an ant-man review uh this coming saturday so stay tuned for that and uh hopefully by then scott will have seen it 
Hopefully. Hopefully so. Don't let me down, Scott. I will. I will. I'll let you. I'll let you know about. By Friday. Um, if not, um, I think we will plan on doing uh, possibly a uh, review of the TV series The Flash. Um, and uh, yeah, we'll keep you guys posted and stay tuned for more uh, good stuff. And thanks for listening. Please write us a review on iTunes. Uh, we'd love to hear what you think. Let us know your thoughts. Um, you can find us on Facebook. So look us up, Sons of Comics, on uh, Facebook and on iTunes. Wait, we're on Facebook? We are actually. I have a. I've got a Facebook page for us. Did well, you I would have been that? promoting that had I known that, man. Well, I know. Well, freak, Wait, we're on tell iTunes your friends. Too? I thought we were just on YouTube. No, man. We're on freaking iTunes. We're on uh, YouTube. We're on. <laughs> I tried finding us on, on iTunes. I couldn't find us. That's the sad thing. Gonna, you knew all this time. <laughs> sorry, sorry, bro. We were on iTunes too. Sorry, we had kept it a secret from you, Gabe. We didn't really oh. disappoint you. <laughs> Um, anyway, yeah, uh, look us up. You can find us on any one of those places. Uh, please write us a review. We'd love to know what you're thinking. And uh, thank you all for listening. Have a great night. Good night.